Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Curious Anarchy podcast, and it's myself, Jermaine, and the wonderful Marky joining you today from the Curious Anarchy headquarters. Marky, where is our third leg? He's at nursery today. Oh, man. How are you? Well, I'm all right. I just uh, feel a bit wobbly now that I've got the third leg to lean on. So that's, that's cool. It's all good. He'll be back. Uh, how are, in, uh, how are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. What 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 a great um, podcast host I'm 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 hosting with today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you haven't heard it before, you really need to pin back your ears and enjoy and relax. This is like being on a raft in the sun with your hand drenched in the water behind you. Jermaine has the kind of voice that will recognise immediately for you that scenario. <laughs> Thanks very much, Mark. So, welcome to the Curious Anarchy podcast. You are listening to Curious News, where we dive into some of the days and previous days topics. It's been a few days since we've done an update, so uh, we do have probably a little bit more uh, to share with you, but we won't be too long. About 15 minutes. Be. We'll just for three minutes, and also we're going to start off with something irregular for us. I'm going to ask Joanne a question, and, and in six, 14 minutes, 15 minutes time, I'm going to answer it if he hasn't. What is brown and sticky? Now, on to the first we'll bit of news. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> on to the like first that. bit of news. Um, it's been a very strange few days. And I'm not sure where to start, because... I feel like I've been living in various parallel universes. I think we all have, to be fair. I think we should start with the news that Elon Musk has released a virtual coinish thing that he does. Cryptocurrency. What's that again? A cryptocurrency. See, I have a problem with the word cryptos. Call it what it is, Mark. Yeah, I know, but I just thought it, it has a lot of connotations, is what I'm saying. Okay, that's fine. Uh, lots of other things not related to money. So um, that's fine. Okay. So he released it by way of an interview with a public television um, person, woman. And very much like it, I don't know if people remember if they heard the episode uh, we did where Jermaine explained to me what cryptocurrency is. Um, anyway, we did a, a session on it, and very much like that, I suggested to Jermaine we could invest some and see where it went. We haven't done that yet. But he invited this broadcaster to immediately put some money into this crypto coinage thing he had. And by the end of the session, it had risen $30. And the team behind the broadcast then thought they'd probably do a proper investigation. They invested some money into it. I don't know how much, about $50. And at the end of the month, it was worth about $1,100. Wow. And it just feels very much like a massive scam. Which they're all involved in. And what what is interesting about it is when they looked into the funding of it, although it's Elon Musk and although it's all 
you know, him promoting his 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 brands, whatever. Actually, it looked to me like a pyramid scheme because they take eight percent of everyone's winnings, basically. Okay. I got the sense that they don't replace back in eight percent of your losses. I would imagine not. Yes. So I think it. So what's the difference between that and a pyramid scheme then? What's the difference between that and a pyramid scheme? In terms of how pyramid, you know how pyramid schemes work. I I understand that. Yeah. So what's the difference between a pyramid scheme and what Elon Musk is doing? Is what I'm asking. Well, what's really interesting is even the idea of a pyramid scheme because the way that structures are set up in the society in the West, especially, is pretty much a pyramid scheme in itself. Um, however. With yeah, no, that's of, very true, actually. Yeah, yeah, very financial true. trading, whether it be crypto or currencies or metals or stocks and shares, there's always some fee involved. Typically, there would be a fee, either a a commission. Um, if you trade forex, for example, especially, um, there'll be what's called a spread, and that'll be the commission that the broker takes from every trade that you make. So of course they want you to trade loads because it means that they make more over time. But of course, if you empty out your account, then they can't make money. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly that. And also, if I'm just thinking, if in any walk of life, if in trading, in 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 the the old school pyramid accounts, even the new school one, even with this, mm-hmm. if I was to find a virtual transparent mask that everyone could put on and instamatically get confidence and I'm going to sell it to you Jermaine but then you've got to sell it to five more people and every time we sell it we get five percent right that's exactly how capitalism works yeah you're right so why do people still in this day and age still persist in going in going along with these schemes is what I'm trying to understand what's the alternative Ah, that's an even better question. That's a very good question. I suppose the alternative is this. There is money floating around the world every day. Every single day. Mm-hmm. It's how you hook it and bring it into the, your existence is the question. Yes. So let's let's put that on hold for another session. We can do that in another <laughs> another day because we can spend the next 10 minutes discussing that. But what I found interesting was I found an old um, post I did about a year and a half ago where it, um, it said something like, um, why don't we spend something like 50 million on homelessness and instead have weapons in need day where a, a, a funny looking bear with a patched eye is the symbol for raising charity money to pay for nuclear submarines. That sounds like uh, like fun. Well, that way we'd solve homelessness overnight and the real issue would be for the army with how they get their nuclear submarines. <laughs> and I just thought that was quite interesting. Now, coming on to the news, Jermaine Gregory, as you know... Oh, God. There is now a new strain of COVID virus. Oh, here we go. Which is on the O level of the Greek alphabet. Mm. 
Mm. And it's an anagram of no crimbo. And moronic. And moronic. And has come from <laughs> the southern part of Africa. Mm. Now, what's interesting about that is you and I have talked about this for a very long time about how important it was to spread all the resources in combating COVID to every part of the world because it's a world problem. Mm-hmm. And yet we find that actually in the southern part of Africa, around 23% of the people have been vaccinated. Now, I'm not trying to get into a discussion about whether you should be vaccinated or not, but I'm saying no, only no, 23% have been vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, no, no, we, UK, we something like seventy-five percent. Yeah, yeah. And we spoke. You and in fact, in Europe, they're saying seventy-five is the problem. It's not high enough, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's like if you turn seventy-three percent on its head, you get around the amount that they've actually been vaccinated in Southern Africa. Right. Now, part of the reason they haven't is because of storage issues. Because obviously, things like electricity are much more of a problem in in that region. But the other side of it is simply the world not caring. In the same way that if you generally ask people where they're going on holiday, very few people will say Africa. I mean, they'll do it once in a lifetime for their honeymoon when they, they go on safari. But I'm saying, you know, as a as a rule, it's probably the least picked place to go to in holidays for people from Western Europe. So it wouldn't surprise me then that 23% only have, have had the vaccination. But it does highlight how we're still not looking at it as a world issue. And I suppose my question to you, Jermaine, would be how many variations do we need to go through before they do look at it? <laughs> do we need to go through the al- alphabet? Well, this is, this is exactly what I think. All the way through. No, this is exactly what I was thinking. I mean, I'm just thinking to myself, how far down the alphabet? You know, do you remember the thing with the hurricanes where they name it after a woman? Don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's and, it's, and again, it's alphabetical, isn't it? So they do it in English and then they do it in Greek. Yeah, and maybe a bit of Spanish as well, but but it's alphabetical, yeah. isn't it? So they actually go through the alphabet. So like, if the last one was Hurricane Mary, the next one will be something with an N. And and I can't help but think, both in hurricanes and in in terms of uh, COVID, they they're just running through the, the alphabet. Really, that's all they're doing. It doesn't seem to be much more to it than that. They just seems to want to run through the alphabet. Mm. And I find it intriguing. Really intriguing. They'd want to do that sort of thing. <laughs> Rather than just solving it and, and not worrying about covering all the whole alphabet up, if you know what I mean. Like not hitting every point on the alphabet. Oh, man. It's, it's There's a game we used to play with darts where it's called Round the Clock, where you have to hit one and then two all the way up to 20 and then the bullseye. And it feels like they're doing that that they want to hit every one of the alphabet before they can take things seriously. Right. <laughs> Is that in that Yes, Prime Minister thing? People refer to Yes, Prime Minister because if you haven't seen it, if you're listening and you haven't seen it, because it is so accurate about politicians, particularly English politicians, but I would say politicians generally. It's so accurate that it's scary. You know, that it's so on point about... Um, what the realities of politics is, which is talking gibberish and then coming up with any solution you want to, so that, that, that it meets the, pacify you, the people. Well, pacify the people and to meet the greed of the people who are setting it down. 
Absolutely. You know, the big business who we, we've talked about before, we never see or hear who they are. A big business loves playing these games so that, like, you could say any policy. Like, if, if you were a politician and I was big business, I could say to you, Jermaine, tomorrow, let's see if we can get people to drink instead of water, ink fluid. You know, the ink that we used to write with in pens. Let's when we used to use pens. Huh? Let's not do that. No, but just imagine I was the big <laughs> business and you were the politician. And you'd be like, don't be silly. How could I ever sell that to the people? Right. And we say, well, you know what? For every for every uh, tube of ink that you drink, you get three, three free pints of beer. I bet you overnight it would become a hit. <laughs> and that's just playing games politically. It's not even... You know, it's not even believing in anything, really. You can, and what's interesting is watching politicians and newspaper editors take com- reverse policies to what they believe, just to see how they play it out. If you like, you know, like actually show they can do the whole gambit of messing with people's minds, Not covering all bases. Well, just show that they can take any ultra point. But you could give them any argument. Like, look at the climate thing with Trump saying there's no such thing as climate, and and. Biden saying, yes, there is. So, you know, literally there's no point where there's no argument they couldn't put forward where they could try and push it forward and justify it. And that's fascinating because that's how our political systems work. It's much more about ego than it's anything to do with reality. Right. And also another element to that argument, and I think this is kind of one of the... It, it, it is kind of the underpinning... Uh, or one of the underpinning uh, mechanisms about how this thing works and why it won't self-destruct. Um, it relies on companies, these huge fucking like conglomerates, these oil companies, these diggers, these riggers, these um, miners. But here's a conundrum for Put you. them out of work. What happens then? No, exactly. And that's the argument always with things like, for example, right. the arms industry or the like, mining industry. What, 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 like, so we need to get rid of that industry, just completely replace the industry. But we always have. Actually There's actually very, few industries, very few industries have survived 300 years. The ones that have, you know, like the army, you know, mining, things like, you know, certain ones that that have, have been perpetuated. But 90% of injuries we, in, industries we had have not survived over the years. But... Here's a question for you. What's the difference between uh, the privatization of companies and their workforce, which could be thousands, and an army? Years ago, you had an army. Every town provided men to go forward in an army, and they went to wars with other countries. What's the difference between that and private companies that you don't get to see anyone from the top to the bottom, but they have to obey orders regardless of what they believe in? Like, if they had to do put poison in the water, even though they're drinking the water, they haven't got a choice. They haven't got a choice. I mean, they can leave, which some people do, but that's not a choice, really, because nothing's... That's not stopping the, the, the mass production of that thing. Mm. So we're up to 15 minutes, so I'm going to wrap this up, really. I wanted to just uh, let you know, Jermaine, and other people know, I've started a funky... A podcast Ooh. called "Only the Rivers Run Free." Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Please go and check that out. 
and it's just a music thing. You're just going to get tracks, loads of tracks of music being played. I'm mm. probably breaking all kind of bylaws and everything, but I, I don't care. So I'm just going to play music on it. So <laughs> each podcast will be a, a sort of greatest hits sort of thing of different songs from around time. And uh, given that I've been around 100 years, there's a lot of music I've got to choose from. Mm. That's going to be a whole DJ's bag collection. Exactly. Mm, and I'm, cool. But I'm not going to tell people what they are. I'm just going to play the songs. There's no talking on it at all. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because I don't, I don't like the interruptions to music. It gets on my nerves. So I'm just going <laughs> to play. It's I love like that. Really... Radio station. That's brilliant. Well, it's just literally half an hour with no interruptions. That's the point. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So I did my first one yesterday. Mm. Um, it was just a trial to see if it worked, which it did. And hopefully onwards and upwards. So I'm going to do release loads more on the Only the Rivers Run Free podcast. Um, And that was just to keep me amused musically because I I, I find I listen to music and just everything annoys me about it, like people interrupting it, people not finishing the song off properly, all sorts of things like that. So I thought, I just want to do, (laughs) I just want to do half an hour's worth of music and you can listen or just not listen. I really don't care. It's just there for you. Well, now, you can fully the, appreciate music. In well, I'm, I'm not going to make any assumptions here. But, um, I love that. I love it. Uh, finally, the answer to the conundrum. What's brown and sticky, Jermaine? Um, Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, this is a dad I, joke. And I'm very much in favour of dad jokes. Although most people aren't, I really love them. So I will always perpetuate dad, dad jokes. So this <laughs> is dad jokes. What's brown and sticky, Jermaine? Hmm... Brown and sticky. Other I than remember, the obvious. Yeah, shit. remember we've got a mixed audience, children. Uh, so let's not go crazy here. Boris's wardrobe and his hair. Um, the, I couldn't think of anything else. The actual answer, because we are out of time, the actual answer is a stick. Plastic? A stick. A stick. Yeah. Wow. That's. Um, Definitely. Uh, Can you hear the applause coming from 30 countries in the world? Yeah, that, that's definitely, um, yeah, <laughs> a rocker. Thank you so much for that. That is all we have time for today. Excuse me. That is all we have time for today on the Curious Anarchy podcast. Please tune in, follow the Twitter, follow the Instagram at underscore Curious Anarchy. Uh, drop us a message, drop us your thoughts, tell us uh, what you'd like to hear. That's all we've got time for today on the Curious Anarchy podcast from myself, Jermaine, and my wonderful and amazing co-host, Mark, or Marky, or AKA Content Anarchy. Oh, don't tell people that, they'll know now. Right? Um, Yes, Curious. Look out for us on the Clubhouse streets. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.